Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But the days of searching the shelves for hidden gems and overlooked call classics is never ending. Join us while we drown in a sea of streaming options and ask the question, what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank. I'm Scott. And we're the last video store clerks. Do I seem like I may be on the spectrum to you sometimes? Sometimes. I wonder. I'm wondering, like, maybe it wasn't necessarily just like an ADHD undiagnosed thing growing up. If like maybe the, the you know, you're you're particular in a way that is that is uh, indicative of people I've been friends with that are definitely on the spectrum, mm. but it's not prominent. Yeah, it's not a prominent thing. It's more of the uh, OCD side of that. I think. <laughs> you know? Just like a really good cocktail. Like of you're shit. like, well, I, I really don't like it that way. Mm. <laughs> you know. But I had like the worst fucking day today. Yeah. It was terrible. I uh the air conditioner went off. Everything was going great. I was like getting ready for this. I was writing their outline <laughs> and stuff like that. And the air the, the power just went off for just a second. And then slowly over the next hour, I was like, God, it's really fucking hot in here. Mm-hmm. And uh I realized that the air conditioner was set to 74 and it was 78 degrees in the house. So and had I, the power come back on at that point? It literally like, it was like just enough to turn my monitor off. Other than that, like I wasn't even sure it happened. The internet went out for, you know, So a in a second. movie, this would have been a blip. It was a, it was a little power surge. It was a blip. Because don't live in Texas. It sucks here. They're like They can't keep the fucking lights on when it's hot. Like, let a, you know, we were so mad about the, the freeze, but... Uh, really, it's uh, I'm more worried about the power going out when it's hot. I thought it was just us with this ERCOT situation, but reading the news a little bit more, this is just the beginning of things to come for everybody. It's not necessarily just because it's Texas off the grid. This is just the start of places can't handle extreme heat like this. We're not built for it. Yeah, but we should be here by now. We should like, be here by fuck? now. <laughs> yeah. Like if anything no. that you should I- be able to handle, it's the extreme fucking heat. I agree 100%. But yeah, unfortunately, like, I'll forgive you not being able to handle the freeze and being like, don't drive your car. There's an inch of snow on the ground. But like <laughs> <laughs> there's like if you can't get us through the fucking summer, it's your only goddamn job. Your only job is to keep the fucking air conditioning on while it's 105 and you've had practice. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not like fucking New York or something like that. Who They like, know better just the. Because when I was a kid, we didn't have an air conditioner. We we had like a window unit in the kitchen. So my mom didn't die while she was cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. And like that was about it. It never hit 100 that I can remember when I was a kid. But we didn't like have an air conditioner in every room or anything like that. And uh, according to the city of Austin, power didn't go out today. <laughs> it was enough to kill my air conditioner. So I go outside, open the power box. A giant hornet's nest falls out of the power box, hits the ground. I turn, take off running eat shit on the fucking ground <laughs> fucking like scrape my knee oh, scrape no. my arm i have a scratch right here uh, uh there's dirt in my underwear there was <laughs> i took a shower <laughs> but then i dressed up like full space suit like winter regalia scarf around my head went outside killed all the fucking hornets uh yeah i would just like to say i ate shit and then got up ate shit again <laughs> And got up and kept running. But both times I ate shit, it was like mere milliseconds on the ground. Is that on video? No, but the cameras in the backyard are both dead because Uh it's been so hot. I've been like, I'm not going out there. Not changing the battery. Yeah. I mean, I got so overheated today. I'm wearing shorts right now, Mm -hmm. which is something I never fucking do. That's what it was when you opened the door. Oh, you were like, he looks different. I was. His beard must be thicker. (laughs) But that was the other thing was I was like, I'm shaving this beard off right now. Only my beard is sweating. Well, yeah. And when you shave the beard, are you going to leave the mustache for a couple days? I'm going to leave the mustache long enough to take a picture of it and send it to my sister to freak her out (laughs) at how much I look like my father. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. No, Kelly will not tolerate just the mustache for a day. I did it for that Christmas card and I rocked it for longer than I meant to. We are of a generation where all of our fathers had mustaches. So if you're married to someone near your age, eh, you're going to look a little like their dad. (laughs) 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 I am going to have to combat this uh, conquistador point that is happening. I'm going to start looking like the Count of Monte Cristo. Like you work at a microbrewery downtown? Yeah, or I juggle. 
(laughs) (laughs) You know, you can tell me the different types of trolls that patrol the forest at night. I could do that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But you saw Nope. I saw Nope. And it's summer in Texas. And, you know, if somebody's using power, it's movie theaters and AC. Yeah. It was it was cold in the movie theater. Oh, I still in the middle of summer here. I will bring a fucking hoodie to every movie. It was Olympia does yeah. Minimum flannel shirt. She does fuzzy socks. Used to bring a blanket sometimes, but I wonder the chairs at this particular place, and I won't say their name, <laughs> they're just falling apart. I walked in and it looked like a nightmare sequence from a Stephen King movie or something. It's the fake leather. Yeah. And the thing is that's worn off, so it's just cloth where there's not the fake leather. Yeah, or they which demotion. <laughs> do you remember that no they used to have demotion seats they would like move with certain parts of the movie yeah i think there was, was one like one row up north that did it it was always one row i never did it about midway maybe four rows back but you went and, and shimmied in it nobody i've never did it never you never did it, did it? Okay. no i wanted to no once you said that i'm pretty sure that cinemark and pflugerville did i was curious yeah, I never went, though. I think it was a Cinemark thing. Mm-hmm. So weird. Yeah. But no, we got out. Nope. It was it was great. It was great. And one of the things that I read before I went in was a lot of the people were saying not one person is right with their fan theory. And so I was curious because it had already been out for a day. Yeah. So I'd gotten to see reviews after a full day. You just wanted to see if the theory was right well, beforehand? No, no, no. I was just reading like, you know, about the release of it. We've been going on opening day when we've been pushing for things lately. Yeah. Jurassic Park was opening day. I wasn't all about Top Gun Maverick opening day, but it was close enough. This was the day after opening day. And just the one thing that stuck out was all these people saying the f- none of the fan theories were correct. Because, you know, I'm not saying what it is or anything, but yeah, but I'm being very careful. about this. <laughs> I like Jordan Peele. I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. He makes good movies. It's so entertaining. God, he does make really... He's a, a fantastic fucking writer. The dialogue. And I will say one thing. This is what caught me off guard. I felt a little bit of M. Night in this, which confuses me because Jordan Peele's always had his own style in a way with these other movies. I think M. Night has come closer to Jordan Peele's aggressiveness. Saying, there's some things in this movie where I felt like I was watching an M. Night film and I'm like, Jordan Peele, you do you. Well, what do you what do you mean by it? That, like what era of M. Night Shyamalan? Because I don't think that they're all the same. It's like I think we have like Signs Village era. Oh, I'm a. F- I don't want to spoil this for people. Don't, but I mean, I, like, uh, it's really hard to put. Do you in mean like old kind of tone? No, or the, do you mean like, uh, you know, the fantasy aspect of the M Night films? And yeah. then there's this build up, and then there's a coming together of things. Yeah, like in the Last Airbender. <laughs> no, don't <laughs> pick the worst M Night. Okay. <laughs> Let's say Lady in the Water. Okay. Lady in the Water. You, and, and this, and this so has you're saying nothing to do with that's no. not the worst M. Night? <laughs> Lady in the Water is not the worst. I fucking hate it. I finally saw Airbender, the cartoon, right? I wasn't. I didn't ever watched it back in the day. I didn't really watch the cartoon either. Uh, I've seen a little bit of it here so and there now when it was on. I've and... seen a lot of it, right? Because, you know, Olympia watches it. Okay. So I've watched almost the whole thing. I get it. I know the characters and everything. Then... The movie <laughs> looked the, like Dime Store Dragon Ball Z to me. It, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, I'm not. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love everything else. I, I do. I like I will do the happening. I, oh, I like the happening for see, a weird reason. A but. lot of people hate the happening is right there with Lady in the Water for a lot of people. I but, would say that the happening is one of John Leguizamo's finest performances in a movie. If anybody wants to think I have bad taste after this. I really like the Lady in the Water. <laughs> there are things I like about Lady in the Water, but See, as on a whole, I would say it is the story is just not that good. It's not very good. <laughs> I'm fine with it. When I first I saw it, Freddie Rodriguez with the one arm. The one arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, but see, you've got this cast of characters. It's almost corny. You know, there's a big corny touch to it. Nope. Great movie if you like Jordan Peele flicks. Just there was the buildup was amazing for me. It almost lost me at the end. No shit. Yeah. And I've been waiting for this for over a year and I love his stuff. It almost lost me at the end after just how it moved. But the then it didn't. Time. No, I have to still support it. It's it was great. Just the way that I felt the entire movie because it was good. It was good. It yeah. was weird. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then just, yeah. 
It's a good one. Yeah. I'm trying not to say anything. The, the, the ride that us took me on is going to be really hard to top to me. Okay, here's the thing. You know, you want to talk about like my favorite M. Night movies. Us and Get Out are over Nope for me, both. Yeah, I mean, that's bound to happen. But who yeah. knows? Maybe I'll like it because... It's close to... For sure, Us is at the top. Nope might be... It's right there, but I think I'm See, still going to put Get Out over No. I mean, I haven't seen it, but like, like that looks even weirder. And that's what I want. You ask yourself, but what is it, though? There is a weird line you, you step over that sometimes. And when we get to talking about Paradise Hills, <laughs> <laughs> the movie we did this Paradise time, Hills. Uh, there were some weird lines that I thought got crossed. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, did you watch? Or maybe it? not. Did you watch anything this week? I watched The Gray Man was probably the the, gray the biggest thing I watched. The Gray Man is, it's just a straight action movie. Action movie. Literally 80% of the movie is fighting. Seconds of downtime. Is that Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Uh, okay. Anna Diarmas. There were some other people in it too. Oh, uh, the, oh fuck, I, I forgot her name. Jessica something. She's there. in uh, Iron Fist, which was terrible. But <laughs> I don't know if I know her. I don't know if I know her. I like her. Uh, she was in it. Bad wig. Bad wig. <laughs> but I liked it. it. You got what you you got what you signed up for. It's just an action movie. And it's a pretty goddamn good action movie. It, the story is not groundbreaking. Okay, speaking of bad wigs, I finished The Boys Season 3. Maeve. Iron Maven. <laughs> yes. Her hair. That's, that's an awful wig. I feel so bad for you her. You know, and uh, having finished The Boys this season, uh, I'm going to say uh, I like Peacemaker more than The Boys. Oh. You haven't seen Peacemaker, though, so you can't you can't even be offended by that. Peacemaker has heart and character story that James Gunn delivers with Guardians of the Galaxy that the boys doesn't have. Sometimes I don't like every character except for Frenchie. (laughs) Of course you would always like Frenchie. Of course, but that's you. Of course you would like Frenchie. What does he call? You don't like Frenchie. What does he call him in that one? Coked out Euro trash. (laughs) (laughs) I love Frenchie. Frenchie is my favorite character. It, it's the dynamic of the two. Yeah. The you know, when they're like at the zoo in the beginning. I fucking love it. And she's so excited. Uh no, it was good though. So I I'll give Peacemaker a try at some point. I really will. Because I asked you how you felt about the new newer Suicide Squad. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I need to watch that one again, is what I need to do. I saw the Will Smith one. I don't know how many times just because I think that's when I had HBO. And so it was on. So I would put on HBO that was on. Piece of shit. (laughs) It's a piece of shit. It's the worst. The thing that sticks out the most is how Jared Leto was trying to reprise the role. But I think that's mostly what fucked the movie up for me. But I feel like uh, Idris Elba is a better Will Smith. And I feel like, you know. I am a big Idris I mean, Lyndon. I fucking love that guy. He's awesome. What's his name? Oh, my God. I I don't know why I can't think of it right now. Well, here's the thing. I didn't watch uh, Altered Carbon. You know, he was. I loved Altered Carbon. I didn't finish it. A little too colorful. (laughs) A little too. It it was too bright. It was like I was in cyberpunk, but I wasn't in cyberpunk. Yeah. Yes. Let's do the trailers very quickly. So the trailers you saw at the beginning of Nope, he sent me all of them. Did you dislike any of them? I don't think that that exorcist move... What's the exorcist Pray for the devil. Pray for the devil. I don't think it looks scary. You don't think it'll be scary? No, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. Like, I'll watch it for sure. Uh, I don't think it's going to freak me out. Any of the big budget ones that are supposed to be scary now, I want to watch to see if some... Because Malignant... Malignant threw me for a fucking loop. I didn't expect anything. No. And then fucking Malignant... By the way, in case you haven't watched Malignant, give it's fucking, fucking Malignant. bananas. <laughs> and it's something that I haven't seen that. No, it was I, something I've seen new. close to that. Well, I feel like that, uh, was it James Wayne or James Wan, the director? Possibly. The, the guy, he directed Conjuring mm-hmm. uh, and Insidious and all that stuff. He, I felt like he was a one trick pony and he really fucking threw me for a loop. Yeah. Pray for the devil. I'm. It's got potential. It looks like all out. Yeah. Uh, next was uh, Don't Worry, Darling. That looks amazing. Even though when that trailer started, I was like, Harry Styles. <laughs> Don't fucking like Harry Styles. No, I think out of those first four, that's probably the most quality. I think that one will be, you know, good all around. Uh, I was and very impressed a- by the trailer. Uh, Olivia Wilde directed that movie. See, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, she's in it. And that's awesome. Uh, Sub character directed it. 
I don't know if she wrote it or not, but uh, I like Florence Pugh. I like her a lot. I can't hear Pugh without one to go pew 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 pew. pew. Sorry. I like okay. it. But uh, uh, yeah, it looks great. Uh, next was Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That looks fucking great. <laughs> that looks like my kind of movie. That is a... Uh, and I like Pete Davidson. He seems so much like somebody I would have been friends with if we had grown up together. And that female lead, she's in the Borat, you were saying? Yeah, she's That's in her? the new, newer Borat. The movie. newer Borat. Yeah, she's okay. the, the one with the Giuliani scene. <laughs> <laughs> and she's in the bubble. She's great. I like her a lot. I didn't realize that was her when I watched that trailer. But no, that's awesome. It, you know, what is that? It's a party movie. They play a game. Shit goes down. What do you call it? Yeah, it got me Spring Breakers excited. Yeah. Not everybody likes Spring Breakers, but I really do. <laughs> I like Harmony Corinne. Uh, Halloween Ends. I mean, that's what I was expecting. I didn't know that the newer run with Jamie Lee Curtis was going to be a, a trilogy of the... I think it's cool. It's cool. I, you know... I mean, uh, like I said, you haven't seen it, and we'll we'll probably do it around Halloween, but Halloween 3 is not a fucking Michael Myers movie. <laughs> That's right. We talked about that a while back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, questionable sexual assault happens in that movie. <laughs> no, that's a very good point. We should have some fun on Halloween. Do some real Halloween let's do, shit. Uh, like a whole month. Yeah. Yeah, let's go hard. Yeah. Let's go really hard. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, maybe we can do one of those with the stories. You know, like a uh, multiple thing, like oh, Tales yeah. from the Dark Side or something. Yeah. Uh, well, I, every year I I, I subscribe to Shutter every year. Damn, that's it. my ritual. Wait, just during Halloween, October. <laughs> for October, I subscribe to Shutter. Every now and then, I do it for something. I did it for Nosferatu. Uh, I did it for uh, the Joe Hill show, not the old. Movie. I've never done it. I've never tried it. Not even for a trial. And I see so much shit on there that, that I I would I would dip into oh, it. Frank, I would dip a lot. Did you ever see the Creepypasta TV show that no. was on Sci-Fi Channel? No. It was fucking great. No. It far superior to American Horror Story mm. to me. Have you seen American Horror Stories yet? I've seen a couple episodes. I'm I'm cool with those. Me too. They uh, are with her. It's fine. Yeah, this was another, like, it's an anthology by season sort of thing. Cool. But the first one with was uh, about this, like, little kid made out of teeth. It was fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> little kid. <laughs> I've been trying to get people to watch it for so long. It's just only on Shutter. Yeah. But, man, it fucking freaked me out. Kids mm. totally made out of teeth. Uh, by the way, you want to see a weird kid movie? Uh, watch Lamb. I know. That's uh, on the list. Lamb. It, it's it's way on the Anybody list. Anybody out there wants to watch the, something the weird? The problem is I've been playing. I I bought two video games at once, which is a terrible thing oh, to do. Fuck. But so I've been going back and forth. I've been playing The Quarry. Not disappointed. It. Loving it. Nice. Loving it. Uh, I like making decisions. And this one, there are no right ones. You know, <laughs> like I'm trying to keep everyone alive. Yeah. But that's about it. <laughs> Very cool. No, I've, I've had keeping everyone alive bite me in the ass. Heavy rain. I kept everyone alive. And one of them was the fucking murderer. <laughs> it was on sale when you told me it was. I thought about it. I'm just still at a point where I can't make a decision right now. And I got Ghostwire Tokyo as well. But both horror games. So I'm I liked it. the trailer for that. You sent me the trailer for that. Yeah, the combat's cool. Yeah, it looked it looked good. Slipped into a video game podcast. Um, Last was Oppenheimer. <laughs> Uh, the new Christopher Nolan. Man, your trailer was lacking. It was a teaser. All that I was excited about was seeing Christopher Nolan's name. Because <laughs> I love him. I think he's great. But uh, but then the cast. Yeah, at the same time, I'm yeah, the cast looks great. I'm not as excited about biopics. 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 Yeah, when you said biopics, I, I thought, <laughs> did you go to the dermatologist? No, I just wanted to say it every way that I've heard it said. I, I would call it a biopic. But, Is that a skin thing? And I think it's really pretentious when someone calls it a biopic. Do people do that? <laughs> uh-huh. No. Yeah. Go fucking slap yourself. <laughs> Come at me with that biopic shit. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like we have a lot to talk about with this movie. So let's let's get to Paradise Hills. Paradise fucking Hills. Which eerily similar, apparently, to a movie you watched called Level 16, right? So, yes. And if you're not familiar with our style, generally, I watch it the night before. Are you back on that schedule? Uh, I did with this one. Okay. It just works better for me. It's fresh in my mind before we record. I watched I, it last night. Uh, I thought about watching it early. I'm glad I didn't try to watch this one twice. Mm -hmm. Well, I had some family in from out of town. And then the little one didn't want to go to sleep, so I got a later start than usual. And I'm on day three of no caffeine, so yesterday was day two. Little grumpy, little extra tired. By the time I got to watch the damn movie, I had seen level 16. I mentioned this during the missed episode. Uh -huh. 
that's part of what drew me to this was I thought these would be in the same realm and I wanted to see where it would go and if this one was maybe better. And I was deep down afraid that the storyline would be similar. As I watched Paradise Hills compared to Level 16, and there are other movies like this. It's not like it's an original Lots of story other idea. Uh, Lots yes. of other movies. Exactly it's not like this. an original idea whatsoever, but that doesn't mean that you can't do something amazing with it. Yeah, that doesn't mean you can't. And as I, the best way that I can put it is, <laughs> Jesus. I was on the fence about level 16. Let's just say after I watched this, I like level 16. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. If you catch my drift. We we will have the, the is this a good movie conversation at the end, even though I, I think I might know the answer. <laughs> so give, give us a summary. Oh, snap. I'm going to do it. Uma, not Uma, the, the new horror movie on Netflix. That's Uma. 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 <laughs> Ed, edamame edamame are we doing a test and no, i'm just um uma played by emma roberts doesn't want to get engaged to the man that took her father's company and by took i he fucking drove her father to suicide it was it was a raw deal she's in love with a man named marcus we'll get to marcus yeah she uh, she wakes up in a resort like and cartoonishly alice in wonderland island facility called paradise hills it's run by a woman called the duchess played by mila jovovich very good. Yeah. Um, the Duchess. It's fucking Lilu. Multipath. The Duchess informs her that she has been sent there by her mother for treatment in preparation for her betrothal. Uma allies herself with three other girls on the island for treatment for varying low-class behaviors frowned on by their upper-class parents. There's Armana, there's you, and there's Chloe. Amarna. Amarna. I had a lot of trouble with this When I made name. my notes, I looked it up because I couldn't understand what they were saying in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Amarna. You and Chloe. Chloe's just an odd one. You know, that country thing going on. Yeah. Caught me off guard with the whole upper lower thing. Mm -hmm. um, but they soon find all is not what it seems. They're being drugged and taken away at night. When Armana is deemed finished with treatment and sent home, the remaining girls throw up their drugged dinner milk and attempt escape. But what they uncover in the depths of the island is worse than they'd imagined. Paradise Hills is directed by Alice Waddington and written by Waddington. Nacho Vigalondo and Brian DeLue. And Nacho Vigalondo, I'm a big fan. He wrote and directed Time Crimes. Have you seen Time Crimes? It's been a while. Fucking love that movie. I feel like and, that's a uh, good Colossal. Song. Oh, Anne Hathaway? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, he's a great, fun director. Or a I really feel fun like that guy. could be like a Shakira song. Nacho Vigalondo. <laughs> He's funny. I, I like that guy. He's got a, he, it's a lighthearted. I wish I could do a Shakira impression. Yeah. So anyway, what, what was not in the summary is that this movie has a cold open that was completely fucking unnecessary. Unnecessary. Nothing is established other than this is a sci-fi movie. And they do this by showing you the only flying car in the movie. Which was a bit cheesy. Come on. There are never going to be flying cars. <laughs> People never, can't be trusted with that shit. There will shit. never be fucking flying cars. So that is why they don't appear in movies anymore. Oh. I love the fifth element, but uh, yeah, there's never going to be flying cars. Yeah. Unless they're all self-driving. We're never going to get our shit well, together. Well, hey, have you seen these guys flying around on these little drone platforms? Did you know that they make uh, helicopter go-karts? Like go-karts that just turn into a they helicopter? They have a helicopter thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. That shouldn't be available. Well, no, now they've got this shit. I think the military has this one or somebody, but it's the jetpack. It looks like a cheap ass Iron Man. They've oh, got really? thrusters on the hand things. They fly across the, um, a lot of the tests I've seen on video. They fly ship to ship in the ocean. Oh, it's that one's really cool. But then a bunch of people are doing. It's not these... one of the ones that sucks the water up. And no, man, it's like he's wearing I it. I was wanted to do that. He's wearing it. So there's that. But then there's these motherfuckers on drone platforms. And I finally saw somebody eat shit. He was trying to do something cool and it clipped a blade and all that it took was that one blade breaking. The whole thing went down. Luckily, he wasn't that high up, but I've seen these guys doing it in New York and shit. If they're not in a field, they're in Times Square. Like y'all are fucking Yeah, but brave. if you can't be trusted with a single jetpack, the average person should not be driving a flying car. The motherfucker, car. people out there, they can't drive for shit with wheels. You want to yeah, put them in yeah. the air? Yeah. Yeah. Well, imagine that John Cusack air traffic controller. How stressed out that <laughs> motherfucker is going to be. <laughs> man pushing 10 <laughs> fucking love that movie that but was... the the purpose of a cold open like that in a movie 
should be to establish a ticking clock. And it didn't do that. No. Because there nothing was at stake in the opening other than you being like, okay, well, what the fuck was that? And you knew it was at some point later, like the end of the story. You knew there was going to be the, you know. Also, it was one of not two, but almost three Disney-ass musical numbers that had no fucking place in this movie. Fantasia. They were so Disney. I felt lots of color, lots of flowers. The set design was great. I, I will give them that. The set design, the costume design, all that stuff was great. Uh, I made a note, is this movie for fashion designers? I felt like there was a lot of high fashion in there. You know, if you're a fan of Project Runway. Hello, designers. (laughs) Well, what I really felt was that this movie was all about that. And... They had a lot of ideas about what they were trying to make. But the transitions weren't always so smooth. The story was tightly wrapped around the set design. And so some of the plot points were kind of weak. And at times I feel possibly they didn't have the budget to achieve their goal for the set design. Yeah. Think about what comes out now in the look of some of those scenes. Yeah. It looked very nice at first, but the longer you look at it, you're like, is that fucking garland and balloons? I will also say with the right lighting on it. Yeah, I will also say that uh, the camera work was not good. They did not do well with handling multi-character scenes. Several areas fell flat. Several too pretty. This was her first feature film, and shot a little too high, as far as I, I can see. She didn't do a bad job. Cinematographer did. Uh, The set design was fantastic. It looked really good. It was very pretty. Parts of the story I felt were missing the mark. Three screenwriters is a lot. If you have three screenwriters, why'd you turn in a rough draft? Like, I felt a little bit like this was a rough draft of a movie. (laughs) Yeah. But more, we'll get to more of that towards the the, end. When she wakes up in that room with the grass Mm -hmm. and all that, I thought that looked awesome. That part was cool. Uh, I thought her wearing those dirty Chuck Taylors was very character humanizing to me. Because she had a problem placing the time. What year was this supposed to be? I have no idea. The not too distant future? Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe parallel mm-hmm. timeline. I didn't sort see of a thing. guy named Earl. I, I, got a, I got a little Hunger Games feel from it. But they didn't have Hunger Games A very effy kind of thing. But bottled to... Uh, there was not enough world building that happened. So I didn't give a shit. Okay, you think of some of those scenes from Hunger Games. You know, they're making their entrance. They're on the chariots. Huge Coliseum-like structures. All of that was great. With And Stanley Tucci's insane teeth and all that stuff you know but that look i feel like that look is what they may have been trying to achieve to some degree in this agreed but hunger games very concisely established its world and the hierarchy of society the different districts and, who did and they did it with tact and made it an allegory in this story there were uppers and there were lowers i guess I, did it, did you even really like really get the details of that? I yeah, uh, definitely a society based on a class system, but very two levels. Oh, for sure, two levels, upper lower. Yeah, that's uh not diverse enough. That lazy, that's lazy writing. It, yeah, I mean, because we get it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> um, uppers and I and I've no, I don't think I've ever heard them called just uppers or lowers in a film where it. You know, yeah, that's part of what you're supposed to be understanding as the storyline moves on. A little loose, a little loose. Aquafina played you in the movie. I like her voice very much. There were parts. Uh, so, we, you know, I just mentioned Power Rangers last show. Yeah. What's her name? I forget the crazy one. Yeah. She's like the main villain in the in the old TV series. Oh, I forget her name, but her voice sounded like that. To oh, me. in Power Rangers. Yeah. In uh, Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> the one that lives on the moon. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. who you sounded like to me in her, you know, when she first started talking. I like her. I like Aquafina's voice. It's very raspy and uh, Natasha Leone. A little of. low. Yeah. It's got a low pitch. As yeah, well. I dig it. I like it. But that was another. The dialogue was real. Didn't know what it was going to stick to. So it was one thing when we were with uh, the Duchess. Mm-hmm. I almost called her Alice for a second. I don't even really, really like those Resident Evil movies. But <laughs> hey, she made a career off those Resident yeah, Evil movies. Yeah, she fucking did. Ultraviolet was terrible. Congrats uh, to her. I never saw Ultraviolet. Uh, I, I told someone it was all right, and then they watched it, and then they didn't trust me to forever, forever <laughs> afterwards. And I was like, I mean, it, it's a cartoon, basically. It, you should have told them, no, no, give me a second chance. Watch, yeah. watch Eon Flux yeah. with Charlize <laughs> Theron. It was pretty much the same. 
Same okay. kind of movie. I watched parts of that one. Uh, that one uh, was less bad. I used to watch it on MTV when I was young, though. The action sequences in Eon Flux were better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you told me about what happened there, and then I saw what happened with Yeah, Eon but Flux. I thought when uh, Mila Jovovich got mad in this, mm-hmm. still very scary. She can get intense, and I, I dug that. But And still beautiful, but you can tell she's a little bit older now, so something about that age with the attitude... Yeah, it was scary. It, it was a little scary. Yeah, yeah it was. I she did that. great. She did great. It was kind of a waste of some of the people in it. Like, they, they could have been a little bit more. Uh, Emma Roberts was fine. I also think a lot of other people could have played this, and it would have been the same movie. It it helped the movie that she was in it. Yeah, but a lot of other people could have definitely played this part, and it would have been pretty much the same. It did draw us to the movie, because yes. I, I generally thought she made good decisions. And I'm sure this was a fine read as far as a script goes which is what we do i saw the cover and i thought hmm yeah i mean i I didn't turn my nose up when you suggested it at all and i went into it wanting to like this movie a lot the first time i saw it and read it i put it in my list but from a story perspective i started picking it apart immediately she's there for treatment from her mother you know and uh she fills her in on it, and then the boyfriend's there, and he's a gardener. He and found it, a way to get hired. Is this place not a secret location? A little, little too weird. And then right after that, they are like, quick, no, let's go over here to this insanely exposed cliffside gazebo mm-hmm. that then, oh, oh, wait, that's not private enough. And then we go to this garden room with a giant blue camera that he then turns off, and uh, then they fuck. And then I was confused about why the other girl seemed jealous then armana yeah she wanted to hook up with her okay yeah Uh, yeah no no that's from the beginning So she was there because she was a lesbian and her parents were trying to deprogram her um was that her thing that her thing she said it it's because they she wanted to sing her music and they wanted her to sing the poppy shit and be this oh that's why they shut her musical number down yes Yeah. So yeah, there was a part at the beginning where she was explaining because the girls. Well, I know who she was. Her music is not very good either. (laughs) Unfortunately, nobody because the opening that cold open that you were with the yeah. Emma, <laughs> Emma she, Roberts singing that with song. With her singing, that I, I wrote, uh, not sure if I like the singing. I was trying to be nice. I went, oh no. Like immediately when there was like singing in the opening of the movie, I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be more I didn't know what we this? got into. Yeah. But no, I wasn't impressed with that singing. I wasn't impressed with Armana singing. But no. I liked her parachute veil. <laughs> <laughs> it took operators to help her run it. Um no, but I. Th- they mentioned she did say it's very interesting that she said because she was a lesbian because I that would have been a great angle, but that would have been a better angle. Yeah, she she makes the comment because you know the girls know her as the, that pop star who sings that song. When she's talking to Uma, she lets her know they want. I tried to sing my own music. They don't want that. I am not in control. She's this puppet for everyone else. The loose. They don't want me to be a lesbian thing. Would have been had more impact. No, I'm. I didn't even think about it like that. Just because I knew that they'd mention it, so I was like, oh, this is about the singing. And like you said, they shut her down. I went from like, is she jealous? And then I was like, oh, does she not trust the guy? Does she not trust? She didn't all trust guys? the guy, but also she wanted to bang Uma hardcore it was there from the beginning she kisses her later and she gives her a little peck at one point and then later later she kisses her yeah but i was like all right like no impact whatsoever emma roberts did not look particularly into it she was torn she didn't her she, character i believe was torn because marcus had come there she had her marcus well, the only reason i say that is because i feel like it took all of the emotional wind out of her love triangle problem well here's the thing armana was obviously showing interest the boyfriend who's a lower shows up to whisk her away and take her away from this trap weird ass boarding school she was supposed to be 21 in the movie and really about time of filming she was probably 29 or 30 but she pulled it off she can easily go for 21 emma roberts yeah 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 but that's if there's such a strong bond with marcus shouldn't it have been an even stronger bond with armana if you wanted us to feel something about the story yeah and then the with them getting drugged at night when they were uh drinking that little bit of milk Mm-hmm. Would you be a little bit suspicious if somebody gave you a swallow of milk? <laughs> it was dinner. Like, I get the, like, in the 80s, everybody's like, finish your milk. You got to drink your milk. Mm. Strong bones. Strong bones. Strong yeah. bones. That was weird because nobody drinks milk anymore. And in the future, no one will drink milk, probably. It'll be synthetic milk. Like I more love than- milk, though. 
Uh, milk, uh, me and milk are fine. Doesn't hurt my stomach. All that stuff. I just thought it was a sort of weird for all these pretty girls to be drinking milk. Me and milk dinner. are not fine. I have to drink fucking lactate. I had to get used to that years ago. I'm fine now. A lot of people I know are like that. Me, I got no problem. I could drink gallons of it. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, this uh, they didn't push it hard enough or they didn't push it in the right direction. They didn't expand enough. Well, another thing with that was the relationship happened too late. When we finally find out why she's there, why they showed us that scene in the beginning of the movie and that the other the boyfriend was there, they had spent way too much time establishing this place and setting without establishing the world building. What was important to the story was the conflict of the character not this scenery and so that that's why i say like all the scenes were kind of just stretched around the scene did you notice the place where they're eating dinner you know when it's outside and it's got the big trees and stuff yeah it looked like a disney restaurant (laughs) did that not look like the same setting as uh big little lies like the parties that they do outside where the yeah a little bit it looked like a like a typical garden party california garden party kind of thing i felt like they did it at the same damn place i wanted to dig deep i just didn't have time to do it but part of me felt like they did it at the same garden center weirdly enough and totally different it kind of looked like when ashby has parties in californication leoban (laughs) from Battlestar at his rock at his uh, Rockstar house and when his Rockstar mansion it was kind of dressed the same sort of way and it's uh, California they saved a lot on filming for this one I'm sure yeah <laughs> that was they but the backgrounds <laughs> didn't look CGI they were just weird like there was lots of 80s references way too many Alice in Wonderland references from the costumes to the just tons and tons of but the end was like the biggest one you know <laughs> and uh when the pop star leaves, at that point, she kissed her. And you've thrown out all your character conflict. The only problem now is the external conflict. Well, because at story. that point, you're supposed was she going to pick Armana or was she going to pick Marcus? You know, like, where's her heart? Even where's that I didn't feelings? think was fully established enough for me to give a shit about it. <laughs> I want to give a shit about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not into not liking movies like or prejudging them or anything like that. But this one lost me really fast with the story problem. When there's so many small misses just layered. So all we had left then was Dead Dad, which also was established a little bit too late. Mm-hmm. And creepy ass dude trying to get engaged to her. Why he wanted to be engaged to her. And, and then there wasn't enough of him to make him a villain. So they were making the Duchess the villain. So after she leaves and then they, they make that decision to throw up the milk. They're you, going to escape. Yeah, you gets taken too quick. Kind of seems uh, bad planning. A lot of bad planning by these characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. Fast and loose. I did like the move when she tried to test the waters that first time. And she almost got caught. So she acted like she was passed out on the floor. I kind of like that too. And the, and the, they justified it in the like, oh, uh, yeah. sometimes they pass out when they go to the bathroom. Sometimes yeah. they pass out. Yeah. <laughs> At least they acknowledged it. I, I did. That was, Yeah, that was good. There were some other references that they made real early in the movie. Did you get a Friday, the, or not a Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street vibe from the girls jumping rope? But they weren't really jumping rope because their costumes were too elaborate. <laughs> but I felt like that scene was supposed to feel like the dream sequence from Nightmare on Elm Street with the I girls jumping rope I singing the Freddy song. I think it was more song. just fairy tale there in heaven i i felt like this movie was supposed to be that like 80s fantasy feel like I, it was very fashion forward it where i feel as if they failed in set design they made up for in the wardrobe some of that stuff was that's high fashion some of it and yeah it's i guess weird. yeah and it's I, weird yeah i don't fully get it but i didn't hate it like i said it looked great what'd you think of uh mila jovovich's matt lauer door <laughs> <laughs> She definitely has a button, too. <laughs> no, I mean, it was good, and she was creepy enough. A lot of montages. What was with the uh, carousel ride up to the yeah, ceiling? Yeah, the carousel horse. That yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, could have been better, you know. Uh, when she pickpockets the boyfriend mm-hmm. for that remote control. Yeah, the zip, the zapper thing. Uh, he doesn't have a pocket. It's like a weird see-through. It's a really bad shot of... It was like he was wearing an apron. Like somebody handed it to her. Little things like that take me out of the movie. I mean, they take you way out of the movie. Well, it's just there were, like I said, several misses where I feel like you were supposed to be feeling the story. And I felt like it was choppy. I felt like a rough draft of screenplay that they made they made a really elaborate movie set around this nobody polished anything up no it and three screenwriters though it's like when you see how many people produce like a pop song now 
Yeah. Also, later when the remote hits the floor and it's full of dirt. Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> like it was so fake, it's full of dirt. <laughs> Bombshell. <laughs> Not really. I mean, fuck. Um, I wanted to make another reference to a movie that's out right now, but I haven't actually seen the movie. I read the short story. And, and it I will ruin the movie, though. I called everything that happened in this movie except for one thing. Oh, my God. Because this it movie has been made to death so many times. This movie was uh, Never Let Me Go, only not very good. Never Let Me Go did all those things that I just complained that this movie didn't do. Mm-hmm. And they did it without all of this window dressing. And they did it in an emotional way that fucked me up. And that's not to say that that's the the twist, you know. And so I guess spoiler warning. I, I, I'm not sure I would recommend this movie to anyone, but I definitely think that the end was maybe the best part. While at the same time, so like the very end, they no from from here out third act they uh they go down into the basement Mm -hmm. and they they get eyes on what's happening they discover the pool mummies why are they wearing bandages they don't seem to need the bandages it's to help (laughs) heal all the surgeries they're taking lower class people who are willing to comply with their standards and giving them plastic surgery to look like them and take their place Mm -hmm. so their parents can be proud which that's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Other Aquafina gives the speech about it. Faux Aquafina. <laughs> Faux Aquafina. Yeah. <laughs> Faux you. Faux you. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Faux you gives. Did you notice her eyes were a different color than the yeah, original? Yeah, they were blue. Pool mummy you. <laughs> oh, it's because she took the bandage off too soon. <laughs> was that over her eyes? It was at first. Oh, okay. I'm pretty well, sure. Well, the other was. ones take the the although. They picked a really good skinny version of that girl. Yes. I was like, yes. Yes. Yeah, Chloe was there because her parents casting. wanted her to be more like her sisters. Yeah. Who I, I, Meaning I you could assume not were... fat. But they picked a good actress to be skinny her. Like they didn't do any sort of weird CGI job or anything like that. They just went with like, you look kind of like skinny her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was nice. And then she pulls the dead dad card hard right there and so that was what they were trying to get by on with the story here but then was uh, the dead dad thing foyu tries to call her out on it you think we haven't been through what does she say yeah she what about isms her rick real hard yeah she's like but your pain doesn't make my pain any less painful yeah (laughs) (laughs) um And then from there, are we already getting to the the final fight? Well, I mean, pretty much. It's all downhill from here. What I wanted to say about the, um, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is she, Poison Ivy? (laughs) Yeah, so they get get down into that that cave, the fucking Rosebush Cave. Uh, Props on killing fucking everyone. Because you dies. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, the pop star that left and we now find out that she's been replaced and we don't know what happened to her. She's dead in the fucking cave. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck? So of- everything is like sort of tangible up till now. But what is her being this plant? She's a rose monster? Yeah, who devours the flesh and the, well, the blood of... Paints the white roses red. Did she say that? No, but it's it's a fucking overt Alice in Wonderland thing. It's oh, the roses yeah. thorns Sorry, suck thought... the blood. They're all white roses growing in the darkness of this fucking cave. Mm-hmm. And as they poke into the people, they suck all their blood out and mummify them. And so they're like rose bush mummies. So many mummies in this Oh, movie. was it Chloe that she was sucking on is that what yeah. it was yeah they it grabbed chloe because uh, she lost her lilu was sucking on lilu dallas multipass lilu dallas multipass was <laughs> sucking <laughs> sucking chloe dry she was the thicker country girl whose parents wanted her to be skinnier uma witnesses this how about the the villainous rise up of the and she forms the dress out of the vines yeah and I, well, was she part of the roses or were the roses just doing her bidding what the what fuck the did that have to do with did the that facility? have to do with anything <laughs> anything because once she dies it started collapsing she dies by being stabbed with a scalpel sort of yeah so obviously no superpowers to where she's well she can control roses that's pretty super <laughs> yeah and she's good at sucking blood out of people super <laughs> <laughs> but she just gets stabbed with a scalpel and fucking game, dies immediately game, game over. over 
island starts to crumble, did you feel towards the end they mentioned everybody died there? Like the entire island collapsed? Because of the roses were Uh propping the island up in the caves? Because right there at the very end, you know, people are still searching so you don't think everybody's dead. But then I feel like there was a comment made at the wedding that is the end beginning of the movie. (laughs) It's all happened before. Yeah, I felt there was a comment there that said that everybody died, but I could have been misreading it. But at that point, you're just confused because what the fuck is she like poison ivy? Yeah, and then when Marcus comes on the beach when she's about to take off in the boat and there's mm. the two Emmas. Two Umas? Two Umas. The em- two Uma two, Emmas? Two Uma Emmas. I'm the I'm the one. I'm the one. The, that was the, the, the big climactic fight scene, really, was... <laughs> Was that old trick? I'm the one. No, I. No, it's me. It's yeah, which is fine as far as the trope goes. It's always good, but no. And they let Marcus live. That's fine. Did you notice there was like blood on the scalpel? And I guess it was from the Duchess when it's pressed against his neck. But when it goes away, there's no blood on his neck. Okay, so I think it was supposed to be his blood. That's what I thought because. Even if, if it was the Duchess's blood, I feel there would have been more of it. When Uma Emma <laughs> holds it up to his throat, there's no blood. Then I feel like it's next scene or the scene after there is blood on it. Like, okay, there's blood now. It wasn't there initially. Yeah, I, th- I, I think did notice because right, I was looking. But there was no cut on his neck when they took it away. Well, I didn't notice that part. But I didn't. It would make sense at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, what did... What did rose garden have to do with anything i don't Nothing know was magical. all of the exposition in this movie to explain to you what's happening is so vague that mm-hmm. it does nothing it just is to cover we didn't finish writing this fucking movie i had high hopes for it so i i would say i thought this was new when you when you had suggested doing this I mean, one when i first saw it on there i guess i didn't notice the year but 2019 i thought maybe it was a netflix movie Mm-hmm. And it's like a 2022 Netflix. When I found out it was 2019, I, I got like a, oh no. Yeah, what have we done? Yeah, that looks a little too... Well, I'm glad you... That opening scene, I was scared, man. So at that point, immediately I hit pause to see how much time was left because I didn't check runtime when I looked on IMDb. And so when I saw, what was it, an hour 40 or something? Hour 37, 41, something like that. I was very happy. Still didn't make the last 10 minutes last night. Had to squeeze that in this afternoon. What I felt like was what she wanted to do with this. And I, I'd be interested in seeing another movie she directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched a little clip of her short film that she had done before she directed this movie. And mm-hmm. it looked interesting. I'd, I'd be interested in watching. It's like 12 minutes long. Uh, I should have watched it before I did this. So I could have judged a little well, again, better. One more since. If you think about watching Paradise Hills, and by the time this comes out, if you still haven't seen it, if you're thinking about Paradise Hills and that's that description kind of draws you in, watch level 16. Yeah, that looked darker and grittier. I'm I'm now a little more interested in watching it because I, I would kind of like to see... I mean, I've seen this movie And before. it might be different. So I saw level 16 first, then saw this, and I... I knew there might be something a little close. I just didn't expect certain things to be Some so Some overlap, close. yeah. My when I goodness. saw the trailer for Level 16, I was like, that looks like Never Let Me Go, only a little more sci-fi. When I watched Level 16, I wanted to say that I liked it, but I was I was a little undecided. Like I said, I was on the fence about it. I didn't know, but then after yeah, watching... Yeah, the way you talked about it was the same way you talked about Watch Mandela Effect, you know? Where you <laughs> I'm were like, pretty sure it's good, but it might just be really bad. Um, I still have never gotten to that one. That was like that was like a shadow in the cloud. It was mm-hmm. a Frank movie that I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to sign like up I, for that. And that one's close. It's iffy. But definitely after watching Paradise Hills, I would recommend Level 16 over Paradise Hills. Pass on Paradise Hills. Search Level 16. See if it's still on Netflix. Maybe it's moved on to Hulu by the time you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> it could be on freebie. <laughs> So and we don't even have to have a conversation about is this a good movie? This was not a very good. Sorry, movie. Emma Roberts. I, I, you know, I didn't have a problem with anyone's acting. Any- I thought all all the performers were great. Like I said, the wardrobe. From a wardrobe perspective, I feel like they nailed it in a different kind of way. I heard in an interview a long time ago with Ernie Hudson said there is the movie you read, the movie you shoot, and the movie that comes out, and they're never the same thing. And uh, I'm feeling this preach preach but i don't know how like a lot of script changes would have needed to happen on set for that to be the case with this if this was the script they got i don't know why they picked it it was hard for me to get through this movie and it was only an hour and a half hour 40 minutes 
And it was so hard for me to get through this. I, I made it through just fine. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I I was extremely tired, but I passed out. Like I, I straight passed out. Man. I'm more of a completionist than you. I don't have a 20 minute rule. If I made it 20 minutes into the movie, You're gonna I go might for just it. go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the same. I'll start a book I don't like and be halfway through it and i should just quit and read another book see this one wouldn't have passed the 20 minute test no i had an icky feeling from the get-go uh that first scene was a dead giveaway because as much as i praised the wardrobe i didn't agree with everything in that first scene either some of it was great some of it mm, not so much yeah so let this be a warning to you all (laughs) yeah stay away from paradise hills check out level 16 well the thing about the the other thing and i i know that i say a lot about like this patriarchy anti-patriarchy message that gets crammed into movies a lot and i'm Mm. not trying to trash it i just want you to do it in a way that is helpful you know like handmaid's tale is a very tactful allegory this movie did on top of everything else did not give its audience enough credit that they could figure your message out and started to spell it out in the last quarter, you know, because then there's the poorly planned murder, which we didn't even talk about at the end of the movie that is so loose that like I was relieved at how loose it was. And I was like, (laughs) I do not want more explanation on how you set this up with the two. And because it's a really bad idea if your double murders, you're betrothed Mm -hmm. and then you go find the body. And scream. Not a good call. Let somebody else find the body. Stay public the whole time. I did like the green cloak, though. I was really confused, too, in the beginning of the movie. She looks at her mother as -hmm. she's walking up the stairs. Yes. And that was supposed to be like the the handoff moment at the end for the end bit. Mm -hmm. When she looks at the mother conspiratorially almost in the beginning of it. So I was really fucking thrown off because I was like, where is this lady that she looked at? Is she going to help her? Where is she? By the end of the movie, I was like, oh, it's her mother. Shouldn't she hate her mother over the low class girls taking her place anyway? She's given it to her and she's going to go to this place. Well, the one up the stairs was Uma Emma. Also, Uma. I would like to point out that when she gives her that map that's inside her very heavy hairpin. That was the one thing the I was wrong star, about? That map was topographical. <laughs> it's the future. Um, That was the one thing I had wrong. As soon as she handed that to her, I said, that's what's going to kill the guy who the asshole. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The one who was wanting to get married, who took over the company. I thought after. And it she... was like a hummingbird or something, which felt also my Hunger Games, Mockingjay kind of thing. It was weird, but as soon... I knew Armana was going to die. I knew she was going to die as soon as she kissed her. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, And then she gave her that. And as soon as I saw that, <laughs> that damn hair clip, I was like, that's going to kill the asshole guy who's trying to marry her, who took the dad's company. And I was completely wrong. I thought that was going to be the weapon. Like, fuck you, I lost her. I had to say, fuck you, Marcus, because he turned. Yeah, and this I didn't grab a bunch of reviews you. for this movie because of the way I felt about it. That I was, I don't want to read you a bunch of negative reviews that so, I agree with. And honestly, 5.3 on IMDb should have been a 4.7. Yeah. I'm feeling 3.7, maybe. I would give him a 4.3. Or. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at you like my 3.7 <laughs> wasn't weird. I'm like, fuck your 4.3. Just on, on set design looking pretty good. It didn't look CGI blue screen background. I'm sure a lot of it I was. I felt like they wanted to do more than they could afford. Yeah, and but they, they did had... that at the expense of story, which is uh, mm-hmm. you can make a shit sci-fi channel movie. But if it's written well, you got me. Like, that's it. That's all I need. It could be acted kind of terribly. It could be, it could look like shit. Camera work could be bad. The CGI could be bad. But if the story is there and I start to connect with the characters a little bit, I start to worry about their problems and tension is created, then you got me. I know. But this movie missed that. At the same time, the way I laid this, the outline for this episode out was in classic movie story form. All of these are plot points that studios will look for when they read a script. Is this hero's journey happening? And they're all there. The style and everything else they did after that was fucking poorly executed. Those story points happened at the wrong place. And uh, I imagine that they happened on set that way. Backtrack. Oh, wait, we got to we got to figure out a way to explain this. <laughs> but and I just wish I would have called you in time last night before I passed out to see if you could squeeze in level 16. I could have, too. Yeah, I uh, that's for the sure. th- yeah, because it was before midnight. I was just I was done ski. 
And yeah. uh, what what I did like was uh the fucking THX soldier that were like running after uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking THX one one three eight costumes, sort of nightish. Well, wait, are you talking about the all black or the white? The with white, the, the white with one. the almost yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, like a little hint of samurai. Yeah, there in were there. some things about the movie I liked about the movie, but mm-hmm. it uh, overall not not a good movie. I don't know, but if I had seen this when I was a little kid. Would I have thought this was great? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Because I don't think there was anything real crazy that would have drawn me in except for the colors. Oh, the bedroom set, the way they're three beds with those neon lights around the trim. I did like that. They were like open bedrooms. Oh, did yeah. They have Sleeping walls? outside? No. They, they were basically walls, like, right? and uh, the pop star girl gets to sleep on her own floor up there. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Armana. Amarna. Amarna. That's it. Yeah. Amarna. <laughs> Wait, yes, Amarna. And remember, I, I started this clock way late. I thought it was 10 or 15 late. My X-Men abilities, I have this mental clock, uh, a power of process of elimination that most people don't, and my body temperature. My whole goal in life <laughs> is to look down and lose track of time. That is, There's nothing better to me than being like, the whole day is gone. Do you know weird side effect? Day three, no caffeine. These days have gone by pretty fucking fast. It's weird because really? you would think it would be slower, right? Because huh. you're not jacked up. That's interesting. No, I know it, when you said that, I would very much appreciate that too. Just to be able to lose time for a minute. That's my favorite thing. That's what that's why I play video games. Mm-hmm. Is it uh, flow state is my jam. Yeah, no. Or like when I'm building a model like a dork, you know? I love that. No, shit. so and, and what sucks is though at home on a weeknight after work, you don't want the time to disappear like that <laughs> cuz you're like Yeah. This is away from work. Yeah, that gives me the uh <laughs> Uh, I think it was, I, I always get it confused. I can't remember if it's uh, Slaughterhouse-Five or mm-hmm. Catch-22, but there's a guy who's trying to be bored all the time. And it sounds more Vonnegut to me, actually, come to think of it. But uh, he's trying to be bored all the time, mm-hmm. so his life is longer. <laughs> I, I think I read that book when I was really young, and I was like, that's brilliant. Mm. That's all I ever want. But that's not what I want. I want to be so into something that the day just disappears yeah and i'm pretty good at it not everyone is sort of frustrates me too (laughs) because i'm like why can't you just lose yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah shitty jobs i've had too the same as like just wrapping brownies you know when i was doing temp work and i read an entire chuck palahniuk book in one day (laughs) that was awesome i was doing a temp job to show a model home nobody came i had time to read an entire book in one sitting and get paid for it doing temp work showing a model home i'd sneak out the back door and like vape and like blow it away like (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) and then i'd go in and pick up where i left off in the book there's always money in the banana stand like two guys came by asking for the guy who was normally there and i was like oh it's me today and they're like oh we'll come back Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so next time, we're going to watch a movie that I know I enjoyed. I've only seen it once. I saw it in the theater. The Counselor. This movie was born of Ridley Scott's failed attempt to make a film adaptation of Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian. It, that is a book that will never get made into a movie. Blood Meridian is practically the Bible, Fuck. but it's written in like Bible English. And I've read it three times. It's fucking dense and there's whole parts of the book i don't know what fucking happened (laughs) but i like it and that's how i feel about cormac mccarthy but this movie has a 5.3 on imdb same rating (laughs) as paradise which is why it was part of the reason i put it on the list of movies that that we should watch it just came to hbo Mm -hmm. it has a 48 out of 100 meta score so that's like all the review sites put mm-hmm. together. This movie was written by Cormac McCarthy. It was not a Cormac McCarthy book. It was a Cormac McCarthy screenplay. Uh, apparently, he's written five screenplays. This is the only one that's been turned into a movie. Other than Sunset Limited was also a Cormac McCarthy screenplay, but it was written to be a play. Mm. This movie has so many people in it. Michael Fassbender, Javier Bardem, Penelope Cruz, who was in another Cormac McCarthy movie, All the Pretty Horses. Special place in my heart. (laughs) I like that movie. Cameron Diaz is in it. Uh, Brad Pitt is in it. And then tons of other recognizable people show up in this movie. And you've never seen this? Nope. It's crazy that you brought it up because you gave me a list of movies that you thought would be good. And this one I 
almost hit play on the other night. And like I said, I went with old school on <laughs> something else. Well, I want to talk about this movie. And I found it extremely fucking interesting mm-hmm. that it has such a low score for being a Ridley Scott movie. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll end up looking it up, but I wonder if this isn't Ridley Scott's lowest reviewed movie. I mean, a 5.3 probably because he doesn't most of what he touches is at least a gold level thing. What was the one after that? This one though, it was uh that Ridley Scott did. Yeah, it was like gods, uh, gods and monsters. Or, ah, well, uh, yeah, I I can't even remember it. It was not a great Ridley Scott movie. Oh fuck, that popped up when I was looking earlier. I'd never seen it either. Sorry, yeah. we don't know the name, but I saw it. I've never seen it. You know, have you ever seen Drop Zone with Wesley Snipes? <laughs> yeah, I. Sorry, you're getting pretty deep there. I wanted to reel it back a little. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get a little deeper next time, but this movie's going to be dense. Hey, have you seen Passenger 57? (laughs) Always bet on black. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen Demolition Man? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.